Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's now or never. Are you are you saying I, I don't have a beautiful singing voice? Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm Jeff Kaplan and you're listening to The Instance. Welcome back to the Instance Podcast. This is the Instance episode 503, 503, baby. Thursday, October 12th, 2017. It's a weird day. We don't normally do this on Thursdays, but uh, schedules being what they have been, we decided we, we got to get one in this week, uh, no matter what we do. So here it is. It's happening. Help, help. It's happening. I'm Scott Johnson, joined by and with and for and around Patrick Beja. Hello. <laughs> Around? Around. Wow, that, that feels weirdly intimate. Hey, Scott, you'll never guess what happened to me today. What happened to you today? Oh, I thought. That oh, you was want me to guess? I can guess. guess. Let me no, guess. No, it's fine. I want to guess. It's okay. Uh, um, you fought off uh, would-be attackers with a scarf. No? That would have been awesome, but something, uh, the thing that actually happened was even awesomer. And I'll tell you because you actually won't guess. Don't, won't guess. Uh, I was... Kicked in the head by my unborn baby. Whoa. Wait. Yes. Oh, uh, so kicking already. Wow. We are down the path, aren't we? Yeah. Okay. Uh, wait. And so- it's the first time I felt it that much. It was it was a magical moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, thankfully, he's not quite the martial artist yet, so mm-hmm. it didn't really hurt, no. uh, which was good because the mom would probably have felt it even more. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was weird. I was, you know, leaning in, trying to listen in. And at that point, he was like, what? like being old monkey and stuff yeah yeah i understand like samuro and uh heroes of the storm just kicked you right in the head i guess he doesn't kick he's mostly slashes with swords and you don't want that in a pregnancy (laughs) yes no that no uh so wait so wait until at least they're you know three years old to give them a sharpened uh, sword so this beja expansion is comes out in january is it well we like to say when it's done (laughs) Um, you know, we don't want to rush things. We really want to make sure that we we cook all of the ingredients uh, properly. But the uh, the 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 uh, expansion director, yeah. uh, my wife, is telling me that if it takes longer than uh, mid January twenty eighteen, she's going to start getting really really <laughs> nervous, and I might not get my uh, yearly bonus. Sure. So, you know, we're not quite blizzard with the liberties oh. of taking as long as we want. I wish games it. worked like a uh, uh, human human gestation periods. Like uh, Blizzard <laughs> would have to conceive the game and then immediately get going because they only have nine months to finish it. And if they go over, <laughs> you have to induce it. Like, uh, oh, 
That'd be the way. Well, to go. you know, interestingly, uh, most game companies work pretty much like that. Yeah. Uh, if you if you're not done, it doesn't matter. It's coming out anyway. That's a really good and, point. Uh, That's a totally yeah. good point. They've like the circumvented rules of it. nature are just uh, very similar to the rules of uh, financial profit. Yep. In this regard, you so. know what? They're they've always had these values. Number one, gameplay. Think internationally. And third, the little known one is. Uh, make babies the way an alien would with a non-nine months. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. They have some strange, strange biology <laughs> there at Blizzard. No one quite understands it, but it works. Yep, so. there you go. Well, we're glad to be back. We're going to be talking a lot about World of Warcraft today and a little bit of a summary of what's going on around Blizzard at the end of the show. But I wanted to mention something before we got started. Uh, we had an interesting milestone on the show and didn't make a giant hoop hoopla about it, but we hit 500 episodes of... Uh, of the instance and that was a couple of weeks back and we're very proud of that number i think that's uh great and a fun fine milestone to hit and some have asked uh are you guys going to do anything to help celebrate it and and the answer is yes uh we made a mug it is the blizz uh i, I wrote blizzcon i didn't mean that it is the instance 500 plus mug uh you can go see it at frogpants.com slash store it's one of the first ones up there, and it is a commemorative mug. There is only a limited edition and limited number of these available. So if you want one, uh, get on it. I apologize that if you're international and shipping seems so high, that is just how weird shipping is right now. International shipping is ridiculous at the moment. Uh, but uh, if you're in the States, not so bad. Um, also, I think Canada is not so bad either. But anyway, it's uh, a great way not only to support the show, but to show uh, some some pride in our 500 episodes. It's a fancy, nice mug. I have one. Oh, where is it? Nope, I don't have it in here. But there are only a few, not a ton. I shouldn't say a few. There's more than a few, but there's not an unlimited <laughs> supply. And that there's means... There's 12. <laughs> there's more so than... So you better get it while you can. More than 12. But you you want to get it while you can. Again, frogpants.com slash store and, uh, and, and check it out. I think you guys will like it. All right. We're going to jump right in. We got this. <laughs> So uh, before we get into any of the sort of newsy bits, and there aren't a ton this time of year, we're we're about to head to BlizzCon. That means things go a little quiet for Blizzard, especially on the front of, I think, World of Warcraft, given that we're all expecting new expansion announcement. Um, I think that's a safe bet. It's pretty much a given. I mean, yeah. if they don't announce an expansion, I don't know. Like, I will shave my head yeah. if they don't announce an expansion at BlizzCon. Whoa, really? Okay. So let's, we're holding them to it. Man, how can we figure out a way to make them delay the announcement? Because I want to see you ball. <laughs> I want to see you shorn, is Wait, what I want to say. I, I, I should get approval from the expansion director um, on that. Because I don't know mm. if my wife would approve. Never trust a man uh, who says to you, I want to see you shorn. So, yeah. Okay, my wife is here. Yeah. I, I'm going to ask right now. All right. Um, so we're very much expecting the next WoW expansion to be announced at BlizzCon this year. Mm -hmm. And I just said in a fit of idiocy, which are very common for me, uh, if they don't announce the expansion at BlizzCon, I will shave my head. Um, What's her reaction? Let's get this right on the street. Okay, excellent. Thank you. What, thumbs um, up or what? What'd you her get? Her answer is, it's your head, honey. So <laughs> basically... He's given me the go. All right. So that's what I like about Finnish women. They just, you know, they know the right thing to say when you when you need to say it. <laughs> that's fantastic. So yeah, I mean, I'm not taking too much of a risk because no. it's pretty much a given. You that know what's going to happen. It. Of course it is. But, yeah. but because of that, you know, the WoW news side of things has slowed a bit to a trickle. However, uh, I've been playing a, a lot 
And um, I know this is a small feat because a lot of you have well beaten me there, but because I took a lot of time off with raiding and and other stuff, I'm I'm just sort of ramping back up. Got my hunter to eye level 900 yesterday or a couple days ago. Got another kill, Jaden kill. Uh, last when was that? Sunday. Um, that was pretty epic. Worked out really well, and a few other bosses, and got some items in there. And you know, just generally speaking, having a having a good time doing all my Argus homework, getting all that done every day. Uh, you know, spending time with Illidan doing his doing his lazy ass <laughs> jobs that he wants me to do. Uh, which is great, and um, yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly in on this patch. I, I, I know I've said it before, but I, I don't know what's going on. Oh, I didn't, I did mess around a little bit with some other alts. I, I finally took a balanced druid and, and dorked around with him. Somebody I paid for a boost for forever ago, and then did nothing with him. Like I literally boosted him, and then he sat there. <laughs> it was so <laughs> dumb. I don't know what, I, and I paid for that. It was like sixty bucks to boost a character, and I was so sure I was gonna go nuts with him, and I didn't do anything. So I got a I got a troll now who's getting a little bit of love from me. Uh, the mage still working on him. Um, yeah, overall uh, having as much fun as you might expect uh, someone to be having when they're when they're kind of all back in on the game. Um, I know you've had less time to play, but any anything of significance this week for you in World of Warcraft? Has Azeroth nope. peaked peaked into your hole? No. <laughs> Not really, no. Uh, all the fun you're having now, I've already had that fun. <laughs> Sorry, made you spit your coffee there. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I've I've basically had that uh, great fun from 7.3 and from uh, the previous raid and all of this. Been following a little bit of the raid testing on um, the PTR. There seems like there's going to be... I, I, it's kind of hard because I don't want to get spoiled, so I'm not watching too much. Um, but yeah, in general, uh, not a lot of while going uh, this week there's so many things to do gaming wise um that i've been focusing on other things but uh yeah october october's weird right like this is a this might be one of the biggest gaming months of all time uh i don't know who's keeping track of this stuff but it's it's pretty huge yeah i think it i i call it on pixels the uh, axiom 17 it's like the fact that there are so many great games right now in 2017 that you have to select out games that are great, yeah. but that are not as great as the other great games you want to be spending time with. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Axiom 17 in full effect. But, um, yeah, so I've been, uh, I checked my eye level when you touted your uh, EP of 900, <laughs> and I was happy to realize I'm 914, Jeez. which. I'm sure some people are going to be laughing at in the audience. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, look, I, I, I've made no bones about the fact that I'm, I'm returning after a big pause, and so this is progression for me, uh, and I'm, and I'm happy. Oh, and I, and a lot of people responded pretty positively to my comments last episode, where I kind of went off a little bit about, you know, why are you playing this? Are you just trying to keep up with the Joneses? Are you playing it for your own entertainment? Like, what are you getting out of WoW these many years into it? And, um. A lot of people seem to agree with my stance of I just don't care anymore <laughs> what anyone thinks. Like, I just want to play, and I want to play my way, and if I want to play a, a freaking balanced druid, fine. That's what I'm going to do. If you want to play a shadow priest, Randy, I'm looking at you, buddy. He's in the chat today. <laughs> if you want to play that guy, then you should play that guy. Play what you want to play. Play it how you want to play it. Play it at the pace you want to play it. That is World of Warcraft for me right now, and ever since that philosophical shift i have embraced the game in a way that i haven't in a long time and 
that's interesting to me because I, I don't, it I is don't, freeing in a way. Yeah. The, the fact that you, you feel like there aren't things you need to do or you need to conform to what people expect. Because the thing is, when you play a game every day for like three years, at some point you get into a pattern of a certain way you do things or certain things you expect. And then if you play less, you know, I'm saying three years. In our case, it, it was like five or six years nonstop. Yeah. Uh, but then you play less. And when you come back to it, you're kind of still in that mind frame of how you were doing it after five years of continuous uh, play. And so it takes a little bit of time to divorce yourself from that. Don't divorce. Well, I mean, unless <laughs> if you, you want to feel yeah. like you're not happy anymore. But um, <laughs> the point is, um, it takes a little bit of time to divorce yourself from those habits, even though you're not still playing the game in a way that forms those habits or that justifies those habits. Mm -hmm. And I think you're only now getting in that place where you're like, I don't need to do things the way anyone, including myself, expects me to do it. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I can even have fun. I'm a little bugged how long it took me to get there, though, because this is more of a you know personal realization thing. But I have maybe since the beginning of the game felt that weird, kind of hard to define, a little bit of fuzzy peer pressure around a game like World of Warcraft, where... The game is about progression and reaching new levels and, and acquiring new things and becoming better and better. And whenever something like that exists in gaming, there is a some there is some guide somewhere that will tell you this is the build you have to do. This is the class. This is the spec. This is the gear. And this is the the roles you want to try to get on on you know random stuff. And here are the things you need to do. And here's your rotation. And if it's not this, then you're doing it wrong. And it's true of Hearthstone. You better use use these decks because if you don't, you're not going to win games or whatever whatever it is and i think i let that be a part of the way i thought about this particular game for way too long and in fact it may be have been since the beginning the more i think about it because it's only really recently where i went whatever and it just was like this huge pressure off just like just do play i know it sounds <laughs> weird hearing me say it like what's wrong with me but i but i did always kind of feel that and it was always kind of well i probably ought to do this because I don't want to get a bunch of emails. Now I don't care. Freaking email me. Tell me how bad my DPS is. Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> so um, anyway, that's uh, that's that's breathed new life into the game for me in a way that um, I haven't felt since the beta, probably, which is a weird thing to say. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I guess the fun at different uh, times in the game was different as well. Um, when we were in the middle of like Lich King, it was. I anyway, we don't want to get back into that whole conversation. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. And thanks for all your feedback, everybody, uh, for uh, everything you followed up with, because it has been a fascinating discussion. OK, uh, we haven't talked about this yet because we couldn't talk about it <laughs> until now. Um, and a lot of you found out of a <clears throat> kind of by accident because the BlizzCon schedule got posted and everyone noticed that on Saturday there's this chunk of time cut out that says live instance from the stage. And I uh, immediately got all these tweets and emails going, dude, what the, what's, what's this? And I went, oh, that's what they're going to call that. So <laughs> we we weren't told um, in the very beginnings of my conversations with Blizzard, I wasn't told that's what this would be. I was I, my assumption was I wasn't necessarily told anything, but my assumption was, oh, they'll they'll use us for like a panel or something. I've done smaller versions of this. In fact, Patrick, Patrick and I uh, did this with a few other people for Overwatch last year. We did a small community style thing year before that. I did some Q&A for for the Legion announcement. 
And so I'm used to doing these things on these, you know, sort of smaller levels. But this is going to be on DirecTV. It's going to be on the virtual ticket. It's going to be on a stage in front of hundreds of people. Um, people I mean, in it's chairs. a smaller stage on the second. It's not like the big. No, no, no. Uh, We're not going to be in the 60,000 yeah. seat room. Yeah, <laughs> hell no. Hell no. I mean, we may be on some screen somewhere. I don't know. But we're going to definitely be uh, in a space where, you know, four or 500 people are sitting. Yeah, and um, really exciting. Yeah, right? it's pretty exciting. And uh, as a result, it's going to be. Uh, so Patrick and I are for sure. We we it looks like Terpster's a no, given where he is right now. But here's. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I I still haven't heard from. <laughs> supposedly, yes. Yeah, actually. supposedly this is all going to happen. Now the bottom line yes. is, it's probably when people read. Oh, instance, is it just a podcast? No, we're going to have some Blizzard people there. It's going to be more interviewee. It'll be more like a panel, but it'll also be, you know, us doing our thing. So uh, well, I, just, I think what, what's going to happen is they're going to announce a new expansion and they're going to want everyone to talk about it. And one of the best way, I mean, we would talk about it anyway, but obviously it's going to be even more right. exciting if we're there and w if we can get uh, a developer uh, to talk with us about it. And that's that's going to be really awesome. Yeah. Um, Devs, so artists, whatever. We'll take anything they throw at us. Um it's very we're very excited about it a little bit nervous but excited and you, if you're there uh come see us come sit out there and be a part of that audience because we'd really oh. like to to see you there uh, if you're if you're there mm. at blizzcon and you're hearing this now and you're in audio uh, you know you're in the uh, instance audience and you don't come to that panel i will be disappointed <laughs> i will look at you and you will know that yeah. I am disappointed, yeah. and I will come hug you in uh, with my scarf, and it will feel slightly uncomfortable for you. Oh so, yeah, no, you can you can feel things through that scarf that are not it's not cool. So don't you don't want it? I'm telling the you, the people who will be there will get the comfortable hug. The <laughs> other ones will get the uncomfortable hug. So you've been warned. You have been warned, but if you but if you do come, we're gonna love you for that, and we can't wait to see you there, and we'll get pictures of you from the stage and all that stuff. So we're very excited about this, and everyone who if you can't go to BlizzCon, we understand that too. If you have the virtual ticket, make sure you catch us on uh, that, or if you have Directv and that uh, plan or whatever, you can get it there. Um, all right. So I just want to make sure everybody knew about that. That's a big deal, and we're excited. Um, what else? Oh, the Mythic Dungeon Invitational ended. Did you watch any of this? Was this no, a thing? No, I didn't. Oh, Patrick, uh, it was so good. I know. It's, uh, you know, I've never really paid attention to PVE esports type events. And I'm thinking maybe I should have. Um, that's that, you know, it seems like an event that is like this kind of activity. Mythic Dungeons are absolutely, uh, you know, they lend themselves to racing type um, Esport things. Mm -hmm. I I don't know why I've never really watched it. So it's it, it was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So it's it's content from the current expansion. These are mythic dungeons, and they had teams compete uh, simultaneously. It's a bit like the kind of race, not raced world first, but like the stuff they do at BlizzCon with the with the, with the big twenty five man raids they do live. Except in this case, it was you know quite literally these two small teams doing dungeons on mythic level. And it was all about who got there the quickest, uh, what tactics they used to do that. It's basically just a, like a time run, like a speed run almost, but, you know, on mythic difficulties. 
And it was... So they're doing it at the same time, right? Yes. The, the final is two of them doing it at the same time. Yeah, and they have shoutcasters who are calling the both sides, and they're basically showing a split screen for a lot of it, and sometimes they'll focus in on one because they're having trouble with a fight or there's a death or, or whatever, and then they'll flip over to the other one see how they're doing. So you can always kind of see who's ahead of the other guy. It's just good, good graphical stuff on the screen to sort of explain what was going on. And uh, sadly, I wasn't able to just sort of sit and watch all of it, which is really what I ended up wanting to do. Um... But what I did, what I was able to see, always entertaining, always fun to watch that stuff happen, even in the beginning. Because in the beginning, you'd think, oh, well, that's boring. They got to do the first three encounters and and it's going to be roughly the same. And, you know, it's not that big a deal. But there is a real intensity to that that made it one of my favorite kinds of esport things to watch in recent years. I really liked it. And I don't know if this was a test, if this was like a, if people like this will do more kind of moment. Um they haven't really said it was an invitational, so it wasn't kind of like a you know a much more formalized tournament the way they're doing with other, their other games. But as as wow um, wow esporty things have gone, easily my favorite thing to watch. I not even doesn't even the uh, doing uh, what do you call it um, arena stuff doesn't even come close to this in my opinion as far as how entertaining it was. Um, really really fun. Fifty thousand dollars was on the line. A team took it. I don't think it's a spoiler to say who won, so I think we're okay saying. Well, wait a second. Maybe some people find this out and they want to go and watch it now. No, oh, good point. And have the excitement, you know. Maybe you can go and check it out for yourself. Maybe I'm going to do that. I'm going to say... No, don't. No, no, no. I, I'm I not going to spoil it. You, I know what you do. You're like, I'm going to say something. <laughs> it's not going to be spoiling anything. And you're like, but the name <laughs> of the team that won rhymes with envious. And yeah. You're like... It's not that, though. It's just everyone knows. That's not... He's not hinting who it is. So I'm just going to say this. This isn't a. I promise this isn't a spoiler. I'll just say that it was nice to see a team win that wasn't from a certain always place. That's all I'll say. Wait. (laughs) Did you actually spoil it? No. No, I didn't. This was an international competition. There are many. Where are the teams from? Uh, like, all is there a all Korean the, one and a non-Korean one? No, but they're all over the world. The, these teams. No, the finals. The finals were. All, the I don't. Uh, hmm. No, I don't give it away if I say. I don't want to give yes, it. Yes, exactly. But the people who are going to watch it <laughs> are gonna are gonna know which teams they're watching. I'm gonna tell you. I'll tell you what uh, the team that won is from one of the following areas: Asia Pacific, Americas, or Europe. I'm pretty sure you gave it away. Uh, no, I promise I didn't. It's really good, though, and people should watch the VODs. I won't tell you who won. Um, they started with 32 teams, though, from all around the globe. They re- uh, whittled that down to four regional matchups over two weekends, and that culminated to a head-to-head matchup in the global quarterfinals and global finals where the team was crowned. And it was so much fun, and I don't even think you have to watch it all to get the the point of why I think this is so cool. It's just a great way not only to showcase current content in the game, but just make something rad out of it. It was just cool. So anyway. And you know, they've been doing those uh, mythic esporty type, mythic dungeons, esporty type things for a while. I remember um, the Blizzard uh, EU, well, I mean, the Gamescom uh, had some of those a few years ago already. So it might be that we're late to the party, but they've been mm-hmm. awesome all along uh, yeah. and we just didn't 
catch up to yeah, it. Yeah, I I mean as Maybe. much as much as it's you know it's cool that the arena stuff exists. I just have never felt like wow, multi uh, PvP has been very fun to watch. It's fun to play, but not not that much of a spectator yeah. sport. Maybe that's what the the spectator type WoW should be rather mm. than PvP, which we've always uh, said as a spectator sport, it feels. Yeah, awkward because you don't really understand what's happening and well there are issues maybe the pde thing is what could get people excited oh i like where your head's at there patrick page mm. soon soon to be dad father um <laughs> all right i'm so excited when my friends have kids have i mentioned that before i'm so stoked a few times i love it i love it the only downside is because kim loves babies and she just wants to hold everyone's baby all the time she's not gonna <laughs> be able to do that very quickly unless we make a trip to helsinki mm. or whatever that's hellscape is you live in right now so well, maybe you should. Maybe we should. But all the people are see-through, like baby fish. You can see their heartbeat. Yeah, but mine is going to be, you know, I was going to say a hybrid. He's going to be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he, he's going to be basically uh, uh, half immigrant yeah. because I'm not originally from here. So there's a good uh, a good chance he's not going to have those particular uh, finished features. Yeah, nobody wants those but well no I, I take it back son you'll punch me if you see <laughs> some me. people some people do um all right uh let's move on to okay so there's this this thought uh game proposed by gamesradar.com about what the next expansions features will likely be in a very broad stroke sort of sense and they struck me as sometimes obvious but also uh, an interesting talking point i thought maybe we'd bounce these around a little bit so these mm -hmm. are six features they predict will be in the next world of warcraft expansion as uh, explained by Games Radar. <clears throat> you won't believe the fourth one. Oh, it's incredible. You will not believe what they said. Well, now you will, because I'm going to tell you. Uh, the first thing they say is a transition away from Legion, and by that, the Legion itself. Uh, there's a lot of talk about... I, mean, I don't think this is too crazy. We, we've made... I've made it known in my own predictions that I'd like them to, to get away from demons for a while. Let's get some film magic out of here, and let's get back to you know, not necessarily a peaceful place like Pandaria, but the same kind of thing that Pandaria brought to the game where it was like, oh, by the way, while you're all worrying about dragons and, and, and demons and all that, this has been this place exists and you didn't know it. Oh, and now look what's going on. Like that just I, really provided an interesting twist and I want more of that. I mean, um, I think the first part is going to happen, especially since, you know, it's too, not too much of a stretch of them predicting transition away from legion considering the beginning of the expansion is we're gonna get rid of the legion once and for all mm -hmm. we're going to their home planet where you can actually kill them for good and they can never come back so yeah basically we're getting rid of the legion um the the super quiet place though i'm not quite sure it's gonna happen i'd yeah. like it but <clears throat> yeah you're probably right i don't think it's gonna happen so they don't think that uh so so their their prediction is that Whatever it is, it'll just be <clears throat> very non-Legion, Burning Legion, uh, demon, uh, space goat turned into a demon kind of world. It'll We'll get away from that for a while, uh, which I think is probably good. Their other prediction is the old gods will make a return and, and in a big way. Uh, now some of those old gods are dead, right? Like... I don't, I don't, I mean, not that anything can't be brought back to life. But. We fought them. Yeah, exactly. We fought a few of them, um, but I don't think we like killed them, killed them. We didn't, you know, puff of green smoke, uh, King Varian killed them. Well, I'm, just, not, I'm like, still not sure he's dead. I still think he's a, he's a yellow or a green ghost ready to come back and talk to me. 
No. I'm telling you, man. We're not done with Varian Wren. I'm telling you. It may not what? be the way what? we like. It may be totally dumb. I don't know. But he's going to come back as some kind of spirit essence and go, well, uh, during my time, I gave Anduin all the tools, and now he's become an evil demon man, and I must just, I've got to put my ghost foot down and stop this madness or something. I don't think that's going to happen, but maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, the old gods, I don't think we like actually kill them. So it's possible they're going to return, uh, powered by the Void Lords somehow. Um, that's very possible. I mean, they are that kind of thing anyway and it seems like we're going towards void lordishness mm -hmm. um so yeah that's that seems likely yeah it does to me too i mean yog saran's dead though we chopped him up he's like he's goo isn't he uh i don't know i wouldn't i couldn't say definitively that we've like chopped them up and gotten them on a sushi plate and gone like, all right, you're good, you're bad. You're <laughs> the other bad, thing I'm worried done. about, the other worry I have for the old gods is they're all just a bunch of fish and like <laughs> octopuses and stuff. But <laughs> nobody's like normal. Um, anyway. The classiest Nova in the chat room is saying uh, Yashiraj is the only dead one. Oh. Um, Yogg was only beaten back. Oh, okay. So I can't remember why Yashiraj would be the actual dead one. Oh, maybe right in... Uh, in um, Pandaria, we had the heart and everything, so probably even for an old god, it's difficult to keep going without your heart. Yeah, you got to have a heart, sure. Yeah, even Klingons. Although we don't know the details of old god morphology, and yeah. yeah so uh, because yeah. The, the Klingons have two hearts. Did you know that they have redundant organs in Star Trek Ooh, lore? Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Well, it's a, it's based on. I think it may be based on some other stuff, but there was an episode of TNG, uh, the Next Generation, where Worf was killed but then came back because his other his backup organs all kicked in nice well yeah. maybe yeah maybe the old gods also have backup organs yeah of all of their organs they have a lot of heart is what you're saying i get it uh do you think um you think Worf has two wieners anyway moving on let's not talk about that uh here it says a new land they believe uh, it is either a new location or a rework of old zones. Every WoW expansion has given the player some fresh location to go to. So that seems obvious. So I will call uh, listicle BS on that one. Like you needed an extra one. You weren't sure which one to do. And you're like, it's either going to be something old or something new. One of the two. I'm not sure which one. But it will be either like, yes, what mm. else would it be like? You just hang out in uh, Stormwind without anything new and you just you have new quests to kill gnolls. No, obviously, that's not going to be what happens. There's going to be something new. Yeah, they're also there's they say there's some hints and some recent armor that show patterns that refer to cool, cool terrace, which is the one of the realms of the, of the game. So you can be on that server, but also it refers to a, a, a place and these new robes have a map of that nation sewn into the fabric. And some think that maybe that's the new stomping ground for for where we're going next. Uh, I have no connection to that place, so it means nothing to me. So I, you know, to me that doesn't do it. It's got to be more than that. But um, I, they do say there's a sense. they say there's a connection to the old gods in terms of its origin. Uh, it says there it's linked to some prominent figures, Jaina Proudmore, for example. Uh, so even if you're, uh, you know, casual, you kind of know what her role is. And apparently she's got a big part of that. Her father, Lord Admiral Dalen Proudmore, once once ruled that place and made war on the Horde. 
with his warships there. So it's possible this is where she flees to become queen of the damned or whatever the hell she's going to do. Um, so anyway, there's some, there's some thought about that. Um, a new playable race seems likely probably not a mm. class, but a race. Cause now we go back. That's the, that's the over, or that's the every other they tend to do is go class one year or class one expansion, next expansion, new race, next expansion, back to class. Um, if it's a race here, who do you want? I mean, they're, they're suggesting the mummy guys. What are their names? Um, <laughs> the ethereals, the ethereals. Yeah. They're saying ethereals. Mm. Maybe some are saying Naga. I, that seems dumb. Yeah. Well, so the Naga have been as a new race have been floating around for a really long time. It doesn't seem impossible, but it would seem like they would need to have some, uh, you know, pretty different body types. <laughs> and yeah. by which I don't mean, you know, thinner or you know fatter but rather more legged Mm -hmm. or something because it just looks like they can't even equip uh pants epic pants you get from a dungeon they're like well that's nice but i can't really put them on because i have this weird serpent like maybe it's just a big sock like a big body sock yeah epic socks i think that would work (laughs) Yeah, they can't do boots, they can't do pants, and they're a bunch of fish. I don't know. I don't know how I, well, I think Naga are cool. But. lizard-like. But yeah, I think Naga are... It would be very weird. Uh, the Ethereals have gotten a lot of reworking in the past few... You know, usually when they do... or not usually, but it's happened in the past that when they work on stuff for an expansion, um, obviously they're still in the middle of the previous expansion, so they sometime include in the last patches of that previous expansion some of the assets or things they've been working on for the next one. And the fact that we have the Ethereals um, being, uh, you know, reworked in uh, certain for certain models in this expansion uh, and the fact that the Ethereals are so close to the Void Lords and they're weaving in some of their story into the end of the expansion, it would make a lot of sense that they would be a, uh, if not a playable race, at least a really important race yeah. in the new expansion but i think probably that would be my guess they would be the new uh, you mean race. you mean more than they are now which is dude i go see to get my clothes changed like more than that <laughs> okay great well they were really important well not important but they were a big part of uh the burning crusade a long time ago mm-hmm. so they had a big role in there yeah and they but, and they uh, are you know the void lord connection to them is strong and that's they yeah, come, exactly they come from all that business that'd be great uh this art this the author of this article says perhaps blizzard would opt for something not quite as deep as a totally new race but will instead expand on current options by giving players the choice to choose a sub race if this ends up being the case and then this is him again saying this all i ask for is a female worgen that doesn't look like a chihuahua strung out on cocaine <laughs> uh, are people complaining about that female uh worgen still is that still uh, i remember that was a thing a while ago yes, i guess it, it still is. is um yeah i i don't Thing that would happen. What you have to think about in all those things is that if you have, if you make sub races, then they all have to be different. Otherwise, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. So, and if you do that, then you get if the differences are big enough, then you it multiplies the amount of work you have to do for animations, for like customization, for everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think that would be uh, cost effective. Uh, one other thing they suggest is the player customization could be improved right now. Uh, their claim, and I, I agree with them. Wow is kind of always lagged behind. And, uh, when it comes to the customization, I remember even at launch people complained. It's like, okay, a few hairstyles, everyone's the same height and build. If you're a, 
if you're a dude, same height and build if you're a lady. It's just, you know, the class is the only distinction. And, you know, they I don't know if they've really addressed that other than, you know, here's better models and now we have the haircut place or the, the barbershop and all that. I could see them maybe doing that, but I'm not sure players are demanding it. I, I don't know if we care that no, much. No, I think it's the kind of thing that sounds good on paper and then WoW is such an arcadey game. It's just your guy and you're attached to it because because that's the character you've been playing for a long time. But, you know, all of his features are hidden immediately by the, uh, you know, helm you're wearing. And yes, you could have different build uh, builds and different heights, but I don't think it's the the a priority for the dev team. Yeah, there's no way the that's players. no way that's on some whiteboard at, at the top spot. There's I just can't right. imagine it. Uh, the return of faction warfare, which I think is an interesting, um, idea, the idea of getting horde V Alliance in a much more meaningful way. I think winter grasp, you could probably argue was the last time that was done well. And, um, oh, they're, oh, well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, what I'm mean, since then, what do we have? What was the one in, um, warlords? Oh, that- there was ashram. There was, uh, you know, there were two extra attempts at do at making that work ashram and the other one. Sorry. I can't yeah. remember. And neither of those held up to it and i don't know why like i don't know what it was about about Wintergrasp that just nailed sort of nailed it um maybe it was the connection to the pve content you would get if you won maybe it was something else i, I don't know but but i'd be all in for this i like the idea of the two factions being a little less homogenous and a little more at each other's throats um you know i mean yeah. the problem with like even even when we were kind of at each other's throats again in warlords we kind of eventually had to all sort of unite and fight Garrosh together. You know, like it, it's always like this moment at the end of these expansions. It was like, all right, you guys, I know we hate each other's guts, but damn it, if we don't stand together, this foe will never be defeated. And this is like, you know, we're doing this again now, and maybe there's no other way to do it, but it would be nice to get back to me and facing off against you filthy, disgusting Alliance pigs. Well, okay, there is something that they could do which would be really interesting yeah um they currently i mean in this expansion they've put in an immense amount of work into making all of the uh classes different Mm -hmm. you know you have different uh quest lines you have different uh glass holes you have like there there is a lot of work on individual class stuff and even individual um um spec stuff sure maybe they could do something that is basically that was inimaginable before, which would be essentially making two end games, one for the horde and one for the Alliance. What I mean by that is having like entirely or significantly different raids, uh, storylines, cinematics, and one per faction. That would be really interesting. Oh, yeah, um, it would be. It'd also drive people to play their alts on other servers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or same server, I guess. So, doesn't matter. But yeah, I, I, I could see that happening. And that would make, you know, that would break that uh, problem that you mentioned that we always have, which is by the end of the expansion, you always have like one or two big figures for the Alliance and one or two big figures for the from the Horde. Who are like, hey, let's do this thing, and you have the same cinematics for everyone. Yeah, I like the idea of of that a lot. I don't know. I mean, but, but that's double the work, needs... right? It means they'd have to double everything. Exactly. And yeah. I would have said that will never happen before, but now um, that that they've done 
the basically what is it like 12 different yeah. uh pieces of content for the different classes yeah i think they could say yeah it would be a huge amount of work but f it we're gonna do it well plus legion felt like them saying we have a lot of cool ideas f it we're gonna do it like they're it, the, yeah. the legion has a quality of that uh, that overwork as well the worry that you'd have is be if it's too much then you have another warlords problem where it's kind of holder content until they get to their big their big thing so i don't know i mean who knows but i but the concept of get some horde v alliance happening in a meaningful big big broad way would be a welcome thing i think for mm. me Anyway, it's an interesting article. You can find it over there at gamesradar.com. And if you'd like to submit your own thoughts to us about what you think the future expansion should be like, let us know because BlizzCon's coming and there's no turning back. Remember, there's turning back. You can come home. Uh, real quick here, a Blizzard roundup. Let's talk about just some of the stuff going on around Blizzard that isn't Warcraft related. Overwatch skins are out for the Halloween patch. Uh... Patrick, anything there jumping out at you you're stoked about or want or have to have? Uh, I mean, yeah, the, the patch itself is pretty standard. It's this, almost the same as it was last year. So there's the Halloween Junkenstein Revenge uh, event, mm -hmm. which is PvE. And there's a new mode for that, but it's essentially the same thing. The skins are awesome, though. They yeah, are really good. Some of them are incredible. The Symmetra one, which is essentially a uh deathwing skin mm -hmm. um you know just like the diva one in uh heroes the destroyer skin for diva yeah um this one is it's not called deathwing but it's essentially what it is and the zarya one totally 80s is amazing as well have you seen that yeah one? the zarya one is really really hot uh everything looks i've Every single new skin is is awesome, and the old ones are returning, so if you didn't get those the first time around, you get a chance to grab those again. Uh, speaking of Heroes of the Storm, oh yeah, cheaper, that's good too. Heroes of the Storm, uh, PTR this week, got Junkrat. Speaking of Overwatch and Halloween, they're getting a bunch of Halloween stuff as well. He'll be on Public Realms or Public Servers come Tuesday the 17th. I've spent some quality time with everyone's favorite little bomb-chucking weirdo, and he is great in Heroes of the Storm. So uh, if you're a Junkrat fan and you're coming from Overwatch, maybe time to dip your foot in over there because it's he's great. Great transition uh, for that character. Diablo 3 Season 11 is ending soon. So if you're into Season 12, you may want to get ready. If you think that they're recycling the same content every month like I do, you're going to probably hold off until we have something more significant to play. Uh, Which is going to be never until a new diablo game comes up it's comes definitely out. not gonna be i like seasons but. it definitely won't be blizzcon we know that oh no i like seasons too i just feel like i've done a lot of them and it's right. time for me to do something new so mm -hmm. uh blizzcon early merch buying is now live at the merch store so if you want to not wait in line and have a terrible time at blizzcon trying to get the stuff you want be a good time for people to uh, belly up to the bar and get your stuff early uh, speaking of BlizzCon, the band is Muse. That's the official band announcement. Muse. I'm not even that big of a Muse fan, so I'll probably not be going, but I'm sure some people are stoked. Yeah, there. Muse. I saw a lot of tweets going like, oh my god, it's Muse. That's so awesome. Not, maybe not with that voice. That's how they <laughs> sounded in my head. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan, so I'm not a Muse huge yeah, Muse fan. I'm not a Muse, um, a, a Muse huge Muse fan. They're fine. I'll, I'll probably, They're fine. Yeah, they're f I, I, yeah, but uh, I mean, I'll probably be spending that time hanging out with people and uh, you know having fun at the with the people that I don't get to meet for the entire 
yeah. year. As I'm saying this, I understand some people are going to say, well, you know how I get to listen to Muse live? Never. That's when I when I get to yeah, do that. Yeah. So they're going to go do it. Yeah, and that's fine. Great. I'm glad they got a band they want to see. I think that's great. Uh, Battle.net got some social features and more to come. Uh, this is only part of the desktop beta launcher, so you need to opt into the beta. It's not hard. Everybody could do it. It's free, and it's like two clicks and you're in. Uh, but it's important to know that uh, none of the stuff is on the phone yet. Uh, so the phone apps for Android and iOS, uh, that stuff's coming, but you can set up groups. It's basically kind of like a community clan system. I mean, really what they're doing is they're building out features that you'd see in Discord or something. It's it's similar to that. Um, yeah, it's like a mini, mini mm-hmm. Discord. But I like it. Um, I like it. Only in the U.S., by the way. Uh, to get to the beta, there's a menu in the options. You can just get to that. I don't think you need to be invited anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's it's only active in the U.S. So if you're logged in, you can log in to the U.S. from the EU or Asia, but you won't get the social tab unless you're logged into the U.S. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and yeah, and it seems, you know, it's, it's pretty simple Discord type things, which I'm guessing they're going to... Uh, improve over time but it's the kind of thing like people get um you know people get clans and groups and guilds in wow and in in the different games and maybe they want to play with those people across multiple blizzard games so of course you need that kind of feature and blizzard has always been very um forward looking in the online gaming arena Mm -hmm. so it makes sense that they would include those features in their uh uh, launcher app. I agree. Uh, finally, in Hearthstone, there's a new Warlock hero coming. It's basically just a skin. You'll pay 10 bucks for it. Nemzi Necrofizzle. Correction, sir. Oh. I don't know why I made that <laughs> accent. Um, <laughs> uh, you get it by participating in um, uh, what's the name? Uh-oh. The what's... not hangouts, like the uh, brain fart. The, the, I know what you're saying. The thing yes. the deal where you are a part the, of the, the thing fireside gathering that's there it. i got it that's it um they're so like yeah, hangouts the hangouts it. around a fire we call them exactly yeah, yeah. um <laughs> so that's that's what you do and uh i didn't know that i thought she was notable. a i thought she was a viable one i had no idea she nope. could be pretty... and it's also not notable because from my what i understand she's the first hero in hearthstone that is not originally from wow she's an original Hearthstone character. I believe that, that is correct. Yep, that is correct. And also, if you go look at her on Wowpedia, it says Nimzy Necrofizzle is a gnome warlock who is the second warlock hero in Hearthstone. And that's it. They have no other background on her. Um, so she's <laughs> yeah. this obnoxious little gnome piece of crap. Good luck, everyone. Well, and she's also called Nemzi Necrofizzle, which I think Necrofizzle <laughs> is a really good name. It's not bad. It also sounds a little dirty, but whatever. If my baby is a girl, maybe I'll ask uh, the project director on the Beja expansion uh, whether or not we can call her Necrofizzle. Does that mean you we'll don't see. know the sex or you do know? Do you know the gender? I actually know. Oh, I can't wait to find out. Oh, they're the best. Kids are the best. Yeah. I freaking love them. I'm you so know ex- what would be funny? Mm. if It's if I didn't tell anyone for like a really long time. Yeah. Until, uh, like, I give it a, a neutral name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, here's Necrofizzle. Yeah. And uh, you're like, oh, is it a boy or girl? <laughs> Who knows? It's, an, it's a gnome. Out. That's all we'll know for sure is it's a gnome. Yeah. Finish gnome. Um, all right. There's your, uh, there's your roundup, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. 
All right. Uh, what do we got now? Oh, I know. We got to do this because there's an email to read. Check this out. Oh, crap. What? What did I miss? Did I miss something? What did I miss? Uh, I, I misspoke. Sidian on, in the chat room is saying that Morgul the Oracle is actually a, an original uh, Hearthstone character that wasn't in WoW before it appeared in oh, Hearthstone. So I didn't know that. That's true. Too many characters in... Um, but wait, isn't that character in WoW now, though? Like, I know he is I've, now. Okay, that's why I was confused, because it came the other direction is all. It just didn't come from... Uh, it came from Overwatch, not from WoW. That makes sense. Not from Overwatch. We don't have... I mean, not Overwatch. <laughs> we don't have uh, Murlocs in Overwatch <laughs> yet. Although there are sprays, and, you know, there's, like, this uh, thing in the Japanese, in Hanamura, the Murloc-eating ramen type of thing, right. kind of. But right, yeah. right. Okay, well, there you go. We've all learned a little lesson. Uh, this email came to us at theinstanceofgmail.com from Justin, or Quajin is his name. He says this, Hey, guys, so I've been playing WoW since release, and one of the most fun and challenging things in the game used to be crafting. These days, it feels empty. At every point of the game, it just feels empty to me. I love leveling characters different ways, uh, such as with crafted gear only, but that can't really be done now. Some of, my, uh, some of the coolest recipes are now gone as well. I was wondering if this is just me and I'm not understanding how crafting has evolved or if Blizzard has let the ball drop. Uh, I think you're supposed to say has dropped the ball because if you let the ball drop, that's a testicle thing. Anyway, I would love a revamp. <laughs> <laughs> I would love a revamp of old crafting. Make it much better to compete with heirlooms, perhaps. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Uh, Justin. I mean, I've never enjoyed crafting. It's just not my thing in games generally. Speaking and kind of across the board, I don't like it. Um, so I'm a terrible person to ask this stuff, but do you, um, what's your take? Do you feel like crafting is, is just sort of become a click a button, make a thing and walk away. And it used to be more than that. Or is he just, see, I'm nostalgia um, disease here. Not quite uh click a button and make a thing, but yeah, it's definitely a lot simpler than it used to be. It's usually like you get progression, uh, gear that you probably out level mostly by the time you can make them. So they're not, very useful they they're useful for your alts sometimes mm -hmm. uh, and then you get like one or two items that is essentially a best in slot for a good part of that level of the expansion that patch mm. so it's a little bit simpler i think they did try to make it more, more interesting in this expansion by adding specific quests that are uh not bad i think there there are some interesting things you can do like for example uh there's a i don't know if you know this but in uh, for the leather working you have a specific mount that you can get only by doing a bunch of stuff one of which includes <laughs> it's kind of hard to describe you have to leash a moose and as you leash him he's running away like through half the zone and you have to oh, follow yeah. him yeah. and do not lose him there are checkpoints but not lose him for like it lasts for 20 minutes it's really hard um <laughs> it is hard and it's you know there are these kinds of things uh for each um for each profession i agree it's not as involved as it was before i think most people found it more tedious than interesting it's not to say you know justin obviously you liked it and i've had some good times leveling um some of my professions for with my olds back in the day i think today i would find it more tedious than not as well i don't essentially i don't really see it coming back in any significant way i really like your idea of uh heirlooms maybe that could be something they explore as an alternative 
for um, you know the other ways you can get heirlooms, but they would need to leave these other ways in place. And also, I suspect that these heirloom crafting recipes wouldn't be that different from the ones we have now. So I don't know if there's really a way to satisfy you with the the, the way the game is currently. Um, yeah. But I understand where you're coming from. It's just the game has changed. The and other, I don't think it's going back. Some, some of the professions continue to be important from a day-to-day point of view. Making food for your raid team. Making uh, elixirs and Right. And the pots. consumables you, you're going to use. Yeah, like you're going to use. Gems. Even, yeah, gems. gems, you don't have a lot of gems to... A lot of slots to... No, but yeah, gem slots have really gone down, but the, but like, you know, um, the rune thing is cool and, you know, like there's just, there's other things to do now that are, that are helpful on a kind of constant basis. I think building gear and weapons and stuff has its place for the leveling process. But beyond that, I, I mean, it's either they make that more robust and part of the main game or they don't. And I think players would rather kill things, loot things, get things than they would kill things, skin things, go back to town, build the thing. Hopefully it's okay. Wear it, yeah. get rid of it. I mean, like. you can, you can sort of make work it into the kill things rather than, um, you know, gather things mm-hmm. by having that one special ingredient like the, uh, you know, Sargerite or primal Sargerite, whatever, which is essentially a loot. I, uh, something you need to loot on a boss so that you actually need to go and fight the boss to get the, crafting material to make your thing but then you know that only means you have to get that one drop to make your item which is basically equivalent to making to to dropping an item more right. or less right. except you have the tedium of having had to level your profession right so i don't know i don't i don't know if there's a solution to this problem given the way the game is it's not even the way the game works but the way the player base approaches those parts of the games now yeah. Do you know the Sargonite stuff you're talking about? The shards or whatever? Sargerite, yeah. Where are those coming from? Are those drippings? Like, are those Sargeras drippings? Like, what are those? <laughs> uh, drippings or droppings? <laughs> Maybe droppings. I don't know. I don't know how we're getting I'm those. Sure, <laughs> I'm sure it's some kind of Sargeras blood or sweat or other bodily fluid Ugh, of some sort. Jeez. All right. I've asked too much. <laughs> I've gone too far. That's crystallized through the eons. Yeah. Listen, it's some it's some heavy stuff like <laughs> the Titans have bodily functions as well. And apparently they make uber powerful <laughs> stuff for our crafting gear. We should be thankful. <laughs> we really should be. Get your reagents wherever you can get them. Uh, that's going to do it for emails. Thank you for that email there, Justin. Uh, the email address is theinstance at gmail.com. Please keep sending them in. Uh, you guys always have great stuff to say. We'll share them right here on the show. That is going to do it for me and Patrick today. Um, a reminder about that 500 plus episode mug. If you are interested in that, it's available for a very short time at frogpants.com slash store. And don't forget to attend our live instance thing, panel interview deal at BlizzCon uh, Saturday. It's on the schedule. I forget the time. I think it's 11 that morning or something. It was originally like at three. So it's changed a little bit, but it's happening. Uh, as I often like to say, help, help. It's happening. Patrick, uh, tell people where to find you uh, outside of this, because that's a good thing to do with their lives. Where can they go? Oh, they could go to uh, Twitter or Facebook and uh, find Not Patrick. That's my name on both of those platforms. Uh, you can also find uh, a new 
Blizzard games related podcast because I didn't have enough with all of the ones I do and with the time I spent here with this year, lovely gentleman. Um, <laughs> Scott Johnson, that was you. I was talking <laughs> right. About. Um, uh, I now do the Icy Veins podcast with the folks from Icy Veins. You know that site you go to to get your uh, mm -hmm. your build for your Diablos and your heroes and all of those games. Mm -hmm. uh, and WoW uh, also. Yeah, WoW well, is still can... one of the best resources in the world for WoW. It's amazing. Absolutely. Love it. They also have like a big news site and uh, they contacted me to do a podcast and I was like, yes, let's do it. So uh, we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can find it at icyveins.com or just Go check it out on your um, your podcast reading app. Just search for IC Veins. You'll find it. It's a shorter show, very uh, news-focused every couple of weeks, and uh, it covers most of Blizzard games. Nice. I'm and a, yeah. last thing, yeah. Uh, you and I are going to be recording an episode of Pixels in hopefully just a little bit. Yep. And uh, in that show, we're going to be talking about... Uh, have you been playing Shadow of War? I have not yet. Uh, my goal okay. is to get the damn thing and get going with it, but I have not yet. I know you've been playing it, and it seems like you're enjoying it. So I'm, I'm, Oh, very much so. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about all those, those things with loot boxes and like a bunch of stuff. So go check out Pixels as well if you like games that aren't necessarily made by Blizzard. It's yeah. called Pixels. Yeah, there you go. Not the movie that was terrible with Adam Sandler in it. <laughs> Don't think of that one. Think of the games. Uh, here's a hint of something else I launched and you'll be getting more of today. Fire in the hole! That right there is the intro to the brand new podcast on the Frog Pets Network called The Exploding Tire. It is a Overwatch-focused news wrap-up show that I do every Thursday, every week. There's only one episode out. Today's will be episode two. If you are into a, a strong focus on what's happening this week in Overwatch, that's a great place to check it out. So do check it out. Let me know what you think. Again, uh, you can find it via all the places you get your podcasts, app, uh, Apple's iTunes, uh, Google Play, wherever you get them. They're listed. And uh, you can find the website with all those links over at frogpants.com slash exploding tire. You just couldn't stay away from Overwatch. I know you've been talking about doing it something Overwatchy for a long time, and I'm really glad you finally took the job. Yeah, me too. At some point, you'll end up on there, and we'll talk about some stuff. I'm oh, going sure. to try to do some interviews. Um, I want to get some Overwatch artists and music guys on there because those guys never get enough attention. So a lot of opportunity there. Um, I'm very excited about it, and I have been putting it off for a very long time. But I don't know. The timing felt right, and so there it is. Uh, so go check that out. In the meantime, theinstance.net is the website for this show. If you like it, go check it out. You can find more shows like this at frogpants.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Scott Johnson. And as uh, Patrick mentioned, not Patrick for him. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick, and for all of you. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.